0: Hello and welcome to Songs for When.
1: The music podcast designed to help you find the perfect playlist for every occasion.
0: L is the way she looks at me when I say Victoria Beckham is a good singer. It's M. (laughs) (laughs) Thought that just now. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it. (laughs) Oh brilliant Well that's been a really fun week <laughs> just me. Who am I? I don't know who I
1: am <laughs> I, had, I heard one And it's just gone <laughs> Um, Don't go breaking his heart Or he'll stalk you for eternity It's George <laughs> I've never stalked anyone in my life Do you hear how shrill I am right now? You 100% would not let someone go You just wouldn't
0: <laughs> Fucking hell how much fun was last week's episode oh my god i
1: can't get over it
0: i'm I'm still on a high from it still on a high from it
1: so it it was so much fun that in a minute we're gonna ask each other what we've been binging this week and i'm still gonna (laughs) i'm still gonna say (laughs) la7 so
0: you you're you're at least on series two
1: yeah well there was a tweet someone tweeted about this this week actually Um, on youtube you can only access miami7 LA 7 and the two specials you can't access Hollywood 7
0: or Viva, or Club. Viva S Club or C and Double which I have got on DVD and next time you're here we'll have a movie night and watch it
1: yeah we're 100% watching C and Double next time I doubt but you it's gonna not make any sense to me because I won't have seen Hollywood 7 or Viva S Club oh like... do you
0: know do you know the plot of C and Double
1: they all clones
0: yeah so it's not like a continuation of the series you're fine you'll be alright I all mean,
1: right. mean I think I'm still gonna need that background but <laughs> <laughs>
0: so what's happening what's going on are they mega stars yet
1: no, oh no in the last episode that i watched bradley left the band to join another group um just for like the episode because they do that every now and then they just leave don't they and they come back
0: like plot plot
1: yeah and then paul was going out with holly willoughby
0: but was she playing holly willoughby
1: no she was playing zoe <laughs> His ex-girlfriend from the UK that was now getting famous and he just, he couldn't deal with it.
0: So something I remembered about the show, because you know, in real life, Hannah and Paul dated.
1: Yeah, they dated in the show as
0: well. Yeah, so they wrote it into the show. And then to the point where they then, when Paul left the group, they wrote it into the plot of the show as well. Like Paul's in it, Paul leaves the group in the show and Hannah's like begging him to stay. It's a whole drama. Plus, hell. I know, right? And then when, fun fact, when they did their reunion tour, uh, Paul and Hannah got back together.
1: And they're not together now?
0: No, it's never going to work for those two.
1: I mean, no. other than that, I've been watching Getting Curious with Jonathan Van
0: Ness. Oh, I uh, watched the first episode and I, I, I wasn't feeling it.
1: I mean, I'm the first episode's about bugs and I found that pretty interesting.
0: I really wanted to like it. I love Jonathan. Maybe it's because I was eating dinner and watching a show about bugs.
1: Maybe. Because the next episode is about hair, also found really interesting. And then the episode that I've just finished is about the non-binary community and trans community and how it's like, developed over time. It's just really interesting. I thought that was so interesting.
0: It's also important programming, isn't it? Like The casual Netflix viewer who watches Queer Eye will be like, oh, cool, Jonathan. And then they'll learn things.
1: Yeah. And then now you'll have a wonderful episode about the importance of insects for our ecosystem. And then the next, there's an important message about hair as part of your identity and how that resonates with especially the black community and black women. And then the following episode is just about how Jonathan like discovered that they were non-binary. And then suddenly it's about non-binary culture all around the world and what we can do as a community to support that
0: fascinating maybe i'll give it another go maybe i'll
1: you need to go in with a more open mind you're so prejudiced
0: (laughs) a massive fucking bigot that's me (laughs) (laughs) so i've been binging for the very first time we've been watching the child's play movie series and then this weekend literally over the course of one night and a day watch the brand new chucky series the like the new tv series
1: I didn't even realise that was a thing until you told me about that.
0: Oh my god, M! It is so so good. Like is it it's actually scary. Scary, but obviously Chucky. I mean, Child's Play and Chucky that, that series it does have like an element of comedy to it, doesn't it?
1: So, there's some campery there.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we watched basically last week. I begged Ollie to watch uh, Infinity War and Endgame with me. And he agreed and watched it and actually really got into it. And then afterwards he was like, right, I'm going to introduce you to something. And we watched Child's Play, which is one of his absolute most favourite film series. And then once we finished it, I was like, you do know there's like a a, a TV series. And it's brilliant. So the original voice of Chucky's there. It's written by the original writers. It's got Andy in it. It's got Kyle in it. It's got Jennifer Tilly in it. It's fantastic.
1: So where can we find this show?
0: Well, I watched it on Sky, so I don't know where poor people will watch it.
1: Well, probably Now TV.
0: Yeah, probably. Uh, I wanted to say, in one of the Chucky movies, I think it might be Seed of Chucky, maybe Cult of Chucky, unsure. Hannah Spirit is in it
1: no no she's
0: y- not yes yeah, she is it's on netflix it's one of the ones that's on netflix and hannah spirit oh my god it? i'm 100
1: percent gonna watch it
0: i think it's not got long left on netflix so when this episode comes out don't take this as an advertisement to go and watch it
1: we watched the newer chucky movie that came out with Audien with Martin mark ha-
0: in it. and mark hamill as yeah chucky. We,
1: we quite liked that
0: yeah i liked it i i saw that actually i saw first a couple of years whenever it came out like year or two ago
1: yeah, we liked
0: it. I really liked it as well, but Ollie hated it. He was like, "It's not got any voodoo in it. It's not got this in it. It's like, you know, it's like he's such a like a traditionalist."
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: But this new, the new series, it's like an eight-part series. It is a bit slower to start with because obviously, child's play movies are often no longer than like ninety minutes, are they? Yeah. So they're trying to this is for like eight forty five minute to an hour episodes. So the pace is a little bit slower, but actually it's more interesting. You get a bit of we get a full backstory of Charles Lee Ralph. It's really interesting, really, really good. It's got all the voodoo element and it is a continuation of the film series.
1: Well that's what we want.
0: Yeah, so the Mark Hamill debacle is ignored. Not Ugh. important to them. They do not acknowledge one bit. Sorry. Fine. <laughs> fine i know how romantic <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> so as you should know by now unless you're a new listener hi uh we each week
1: <laughs> i love that we've just judged you can't believe you don't even know <laughs>
0: As you know by now, each week we pick a playlist theme, then we go away, we pick five songs each that we think best suit that playlist theme, and then we come together and share that playlist theme here, and this week I think is Linkin Park versus Lisa Scott Lee, am I right?
1: (laughs) We got it together like so quick.
0: (laughs) And Em is on Team Lisa Scott Lee, really weirdly.
1: (laughs) Can you imagine? I physically couldn't do it. I physically couldn't. Do you know any
0: of her songs? No. (laughs) Okay, so um, what is the theme this week, for real?
1: Uh, The themes for this week is songs for when you honestly don't give a fuck about Valentine's Day.
0: Very child-friendly title.
1: I honestly think that there's a lot of people out there that really don't give a fuck about Valentine's Day, for whatever reason.
0: I'm a very happily married man, and we don't really do Valentine's Day, if I'm honest with you.
1: Yeah, Me and Tom have this tradition that we'll get, like, pizza and beer and watch and play video games.
0: That sounds fun. Yeah, I might treat him to a Chinese.
1: So basically this week, I think these are really unromantic songs, maybe some angry love songs.
0: Songs songs of the single person in your life.
1: Yeah, anti-love songs, anti-Valentine's Day is the theme of this week.
0: Yeah, it's Valentine's Day in the next week, and whether you're single, in a relationship, or... You know, recently heartbroken, recently single, whatever. This episode is for you.
1: Fuck all of those Hallmark cards and people telling you that you need to book fancy dinners and buy us. Don't,
0: don't go for the the pre the pricks the pricks fix menu. Is that? It? Is that it? <laughs> I
1: think it's prefix.
0: No, that's not how it's spelled, is it?
1: I don't think it's pricks
0: fix.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know what I want to start with actually this week. My all right first song this week is going to be we are never ever 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 getting back together by taylor swift
0: like ever I if we ever thought it was gonna happen. What, you picking a Taylor Swift song? Yeah. Yeah, I never thought it would happen, like ever.
1: Ever, ever, ever.
0: Alright, this is my favourite song in the world that includes a phone call in the middle of it. <laughs> I love songs
1: with I love songs with spoken interludes. Yeah, me spoken. too. He calls
0: me up and he's like, Oh, this is exhausting. And I was like, We are never getting back together. Like, ever. No! Do you know the songs about Jake Gyllenhaal? Is it this one? Well, there's a lot of songs about Jake, about Jake Gyllenhaal, but yeah, this is one of them. I'm pretty certain. Obviously, there's the lyric um, with your indie movie that's much cooler than mine.
1: Well, it is. He's really good. A really good actor.
0: Yeah, she was good in Cats.
1: She's okay. <laughs> she wasn't as good as Jake Gyllenhaal.
0: <laughs> no, but if we were talking about Jason Derulo, he is as good. He was fun. He was the <laughs> redeeming feature of that film. <laughs> I actually don't hate cats. I don't hate it. I think it's funny. I'm in here for it. So what
1: did you think of this song for Auntie Valentine's?
0: It's a proper, proper breakup anthem, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. But it also, I think that the way that, like, she sings it and the way that she shouts that line is also a bit, like, empowering. Like, fuck you, we're never getting back together. I know that. I know it's not good for me. You can piss off.
0: Yeah, it's exactly that. I, like, when she's saying about how they needed space but they hadn't seen each other for a whole month and she's like, get out of my life. You are a absolute annoying waste of space
1: yeah this is exactly it you don't need to be with a person just for the sake of it just get them out of your life be you do you and that's why i think it's a good anti-valentine song and also you can shout it you can like if you've got those feelings inside you could proper shout it
0: yeah taylor does so it's, it's, it's good enough for taylor it's good enough for me that's all I'm going to say on the matter. I yeah. really like this song. I've always really liked this song. I feel like Taylor was that artist. She had, like, Love Story and a few kind of other hits, in the UK at least, and then had a few other hits. And then I feel like Disappeared for a little while, didn't really do anything. And then this song... She
1: almost, yeah, then she, like, reinvented herself a bit. Almost. Yes,
0: and this song, I think, took her from, oh, yeah, she's cute, To whoa, I probably think she is the biggest female music star on the planet as of right now, and this was the start of it.
1: There we go, you heard here first.
0: She is the music industry, I've heard that said. It was that's not my opinion, I've heard that said about her.
1: I think it's so weird because, like, I like there's a couple of songs. This is from Red originally, right? Mm. There's a couple of songs from this album that I find quite nostalgic and that I enjoy but she dominates the music industry so much and I'm just not like privy to it.
0: Could because you name any single she's done after this? i like other... really.
1: I can't... I could can name a few that are like meme-worthy. <laughs> like I'm not a fan of her enough. So the fact that people are like, oh, she's literally the biggest star on the planet. I'm like, really? But it's because I just don't... She's just not in my remit. She's not in my little bubble.
0: No, and that's fine. Not everyone is going to be for everyone, are they? No. And, but also, but I do like... like this
1: one and, and this, is, this works for this. It's not about what I like always. It's not about my favourite songs. It's no, about I... songs that work for the theme.
0: I can absolutely assure you I don't like most of the songs that I've brought this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously this was an autobiographical song as we, we kind of touched on. So mm. shall I do my autobiographical song? Oh yeah. Okay. So my first song is Smell Your Dick by Risque. <laughs> I had
1: this on this morning and Tom was like, what is this?
0: Why are you coming home at five in the morning? So this song is about a woman whose man has been out every night till 5am and she's got suspicions that he is cheating on her. So when he comes home, she says, let me smell your dick.
1: Because <laughs> that's how I'm going to know.
0: It will smell of something she's there's even she says the line don't fuck hers then try to fuck mine um so this is a true story it is an absolute true story so risky said risque sorry said yeah it's
1: not just risky
0: she's risque there are other artists involved in this song as well but she is like the headline act um it's based on a relationship she had several years ago so after a growing suspicion that her man was cheating on her one night she asked to let me smell his dick she says One, to see if he'd let me do it, and two, to see if he'd been cheating. And against all odds, the man let her do it. After a lot of cussing, yeah, he did. Because he had to. Because if he didn't, he'd be admitting to cheating. And he was cheating. And he was no longer my boyfriend after that night. Risky goes on to admit that smelling his dick isn't the easiest way to tell if he's cheating. I could have hired a private investigator or gone through his phone. But... This is the most shaming. I wanted to put him in an embarrassing situation. A lot of guys that do cheat tell me that my girl did that to me and it's so embarrassing. So if you don't cheat, you don't have to deal with that. And she says that this song has actually made men not cheat on her. She's never been cheated on since, she says.
1: Well, she knows of.
0: Well, yeah. Well, she'd be spelling things. She wouldn't <laughs> So I thought of this song as uh, like a response to It Wasn't Me. Well, no, because she
1: saw it happen with her own eyes, that girl.
0: This girl sniffed it with her own nose.
1: <laughs> I just think it's so weird. Logically, I suppose...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> so, <laughs> I really like it where, Was he not it... wearing
1: a condom as well?
0: Oh, God, we don't want to get into that,
1: do we? <laughs> That's what I've thought about most about this.
0: Because then he's putting her at risk. He's putting her at risk.
1: That's a larger concern in my eyes.
0: So my favourite bit is when the man gets involved with his verse. So basically, his response—he like comes in to defend himself. So in her verse, she's like. You were on the dance floor grinding with some stripper hoe named Diamond. She also says about the fact that her girl's got it on a camera phone. So he's like, I don't give a damn what your homegirl's seen. I wasn't even feeling Diamond like that. I was wilding, but I want clowning like that. And then she says, I drink a lot of liquor, meet a lot of bitches, take a lot of pictures. I might break bread with one or two strippers, but that don't mean you got to pull my zipper what the
1: fuck is happening?
0: Is- <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so excited when I was like anti-Valentine's song. Well, this can't this has got to be the least romantic song in the world.
1: It's really really not romantic at all. Also there's that element of like being cheated on from it as well
0: cheating's not cool don't do it It makes you a bad person and this is how you'll get caught
1: if you feel like you need to cheat on someone just break up with them
0: that's it isn't it that is exactly it there's probably more nuanced and more complex than that but i'm not getting into it today because i will smell it. your dick
1: <laughs> yeah and that's the thing if you're gonna cheat someone's gonna smell your dick and they're gonna find out
0: why are you coming home at five in the morning you are singing a very different song. <laughs> it
1: sounds like you're singing like an Irish
0: country song. <laughs> Something's going on, let me smell your tea. Our, our mum's listen to this podcast.
1: It's really, really, really not romantic at all. Um, very, very anti-Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fit the brief. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So keeping with the same vein of angry ex-lovers, my next song is Caught Out when There by Kelis. When you don't
0: Kalees. come home to me Oh no When you don't come home to me Man Can't deal Can't bear You keep telling me lies But to your surprise Look I found her red coat And your bitch Caught out there I hate you so much right now I hate you so much right now Oh I like this, I like this
1: I've picked this song for one line and one line only, and it's "I hate you so much
0: right now." Yeah, I got that.
1: <laughs> as soon as, as soon as we said that we were going to do this, I was like, "I'm going to pick that Kelly song where she says she hates him."
0: I didn't know this song. You really didn't. I did not know this song. I knew. I that hate, I hate you. you so
1: much right now. Yes, I, I hate- knew that
0: bit. I knew we that. Didn't know, but I didn't know it was this.
1: Didn't know where it was from. Who did it?
0: No, she has gone from the milkshakes bringing all the boys to her yard to hating them.
1: Yeah, she wants them there, but she doesn't want them to cheat on her, which I think is fair.
0: That is a legitimate, not a legitimate concern, a legitimate opinion to have.
1: Yeah, it's it's a legitimate request, isn't it?
0: Yeah, unless it's like an agreed condition that you are both aware of and both happy to be part of, you shouldn't do it.
1: But I am glad you liked it.
0: I really liked it. It was actually one I could really get behind, really get on board with. And I think I could add it to some playlists. I could add it to like a housework playlist. It's not fast enough to run to, but like a, I have like dog walking playlist, things like that. I really liked it for that. And it definitely fit the brief of Anti Valentine's.
1: Oh, also, there's a lyric in it, which says, last year, Valentine's Day. So it is actually, like, part of the song is set at Valentine's Day. I like I the little,
0: um, like, ad-libs that come in. The little voice bits, the spoken word bits that come in, like, randomly throughout the verses. Yeah. Like that. Like Relatable. that a lot. I like it. I like it a lot.
1: It's a good, it a good song. It's actually a good, like, angry song. And I think if you have been cheated on around Valentine's Day or you've broken up with someone that I hate you so much right now, it's really... Um, Really good to get behind. I hate you it's
0: quite so angry. much, it's right? It's angry, there. isn't
1: it? It's an angry Yeah.
0: Bit. Did you ever have it on your long list for angry soul?
1: Yeah. Did you? I actually did. Yeah, I actually did.
0: Well, I'm glad you saved it for this. Glad. Because I
1: feel like there's only that one bit of it that's quite angry.
0: Yeah, she sounds fantastic on it as well. big fan of her work.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like we've had any. Have we had any Khaleesa on here so far? Yes, we have. No. Uh,
0: yeah, bounce. bounce. Calvin Harris. We have. What's the. There's that other one I like Um, with CeeLo Green that she did. Ooh. No, no, no. This is Shan. Lil, Lil' Star. That's the one with the rest of my life. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, and she's got that big, like, silvery coat on, hasn't she?
1: Yeah, and also she was on the Masked Singer.
0: She was. She was the flower? Possibly. Yeah, I remember that. On her. the
1: British one as well.
0: Yes. Good one. The, they imported her for that. Okay, so my second anti-Valentine's Day song, he's making a return to the podcast, so he hasn't been seen since episode three. So uh it's I Wanna Love You But I Don't by Ben Platt. I wanna love you but I don't. I wanna need you but I won't. I beg my heart to start to race when I'm kissing you. I say I'm dreaming about your face but it is... And I'm not trying to change it. Other than the obvious that this man's voice is like butter on warm toast.
1: Yeah, I absolutely love when you bring Ben. Do
0: you, did you know this song at all, other than if I played it to you?
1: I feel like I did know it. And the reason I feel like I know it is because it was on a playlist before. And then you were like, no, I'm going to save that for Auntie Valentine.
0: Yeah, so it was.
1: (laughs) And then I already, I'd already listened to it.
0: Uh, Yeah, so it was on my best. It was on my favourite songs of 2021 because it It was was. one of my most favourite songs of 2021. It was, yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. But I thought, nah.
1: I think the sentiment is actually quite relatable. Like, it's that song for those people that are like sort of stuck in those relationships. It's a great song for when it like fizzles out. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So I feel like Ben's singing about maybe the early date, you know, like a few months in. And he's desperate. He thinks like he's trying to make it work with this person. but And
1: maybe the, uh, that person has stronger feelings for him than Ben does.
0: Oh, I think for sure. There's that lyric that I think would absolutely cut you like a knife. When he says, I think we look good on paper until you give us a read. And I was like, oh, my oh God. They'd l- love that on Love Ooh. Island, wouldn't they? <laughs> oh, my God. You're 100% my type on paper until I give you a read. (laughs) Except those people can't read. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, and then obviously Ben's singing it so beautifully. So not only are you being dumped, you're being dumped with the voice of an angel.
1: I think there's loads of lyrics in it that are like, I don't know. I just do think it's quite relatable. I think everyone's had that, that relationship that they've tried to make work, but there's one person that cares a lot more.
0: I think think this is definitely, when Ben's singing this, he doesn't not like this person. He cares for this person And he knows they deserve better. And he deserves better. He deserves someone he can love truly. And this person deserves someone who loves them as much as they love him. Got it in mind. And I love Ben Platt so much. Sometimes it feels like he's singing it to me. He doesn't love you as well. So that probably is fair. He doesn't even know I exist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Always so glad when you bring Ben. Because he's one of those people that I just forget to listen to. Or, like, I'm never really in the mood to listen to. Like, it doesn't come straight to my head. Yeah, I know you can't. Can't relate. (laughs) He doesn't sing, like, Neo Soul George, so it's never going to happen, is it?
0: No, but he's also not a woman, so why am I listening to him?
1: I know, it's strange. But, yeah, I am glad when you bring him because I I always like to have a listen.
0: Because Ben Platt's first album is full of, like, moody, heartbreak bangers. Mm. But then between the making of the first and second album, he got into a very happy relationship that he's still in today. And then he released the first single off the second album. And I was like, you are far too happy and I am not going to tolerate this. Uh, so when this album had songs like, I love you, but I don't on there, I was like, it's absolutely fine. You are still doing what I want you to do. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like Adele. I don't want these people to be happy. <laughs> Ah! so that that was me hitting ben's top note no it wasn't no it wasn't at all i love ben platt happy valentine's day
1: no we're not doing that i don't
0: like
1: valentine's day
0: well we're both in very happy committed relationships i don't know why (laughs) i don't know who we think we are doing this episode it's like when we did the workout episode (laughs) We stick to what we do best.
1: Songs about eating is so what we
0: do. <laughs> <laughs> Songs are when you just want to pig out.
1: <laughs> right, my next song is again about that that fizzled out love, the love that's that's lost its flow a bit and it's Love Will Tear Us Apart by Joy Division. Love,
0: love I was worried it was getting a bit too happy so glad you brought this one
1: in <laughs> I actually think it's a banger though if this oh came my God, on so you'd totally sing along to it wouldn't you
0: although you wouldn't dance to it No, if you famously cannot dance to Joy Division I mean I'm not the biggest fan of this song but I appreciate that it's a classic it's a classic and also
1: perfect yes. anti-Valentine song. It's literally called Love Will Tear Us Apart.
0: It's interesting because it's, it's quite a juxtaposition because the, the music itself, I think, is quite upbeat and jolly. Yeah,
1: it's fine. Especially for the... Joy Division.
0: Mm, and then the vocals are very mellow and the juxtaposition of those two together are fantastic.
1: They knew what they were doing, didn't they?
0: Very much so. I like it. I mean, like I don't love it, but it, it fits the bill. Fits the brief. This man has... Had his heart broken. He is not celebrating Valentine's Day.
1: No, I think that's the point of Joy Division, isn't it? I don't think anything that they do is particularly happy. But this particular song is about a similar, in a similar vein to Ben Platt, I suppose. But this one, it seems like it's a longer relationship. That's kind of just come to a natural end. And they love each other so much that they hate each other.
0: Yeah, I think that is probably it, isn't it? Yeah. Poor them, poor, poor those people. No, this was like a mass. This is their biggest hit, right?
1: A hundred percent. They've got. It's the only one stuff. I really know. And then they became New Order. But-
0: New Order are very different. Very, the vibe is different with New Order. The leading is dead. That's why they became New Order.
1: Because they couldn't carry on. Oh, because they couldn't carry on.
0: Yeah, because he took his own life, didn't he? Yeah. Sad. Maybe because Love
1: tore him. Oh, that's really uh, sad. Yeah, I don't
0: think. Yeah, I mean, we can just talk openly. I don't think he was a very happy man. Person. No, I don't know enough about it to comment
1: it seems like not but there's also that really really famous
0: joy division album artwork oh everyone h- h&m did it on a t-shirt definitely
1: yeah <laughs> it's like the mountains
0: yeah which is no this pleasures. album right i think they um, only have one or two albums
1: maybe two but
0: they like burned bright for a really short period of time
1: they literally did two albums one in 79 unknown pleasures which is the one with the really famous artwork and then Closer in nineteen eighty.
0: Close as the one I t- close is the one H and M put on T shirts.
1: No, Love for Tales Apart was originally part of Unknown Pleasures and then obviously they popped it on this one when the C D came out.
0: Light Never Had a Dream Come True.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> This is Joy Division's Never Had a Dream Come True. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um,
0: well, I don't know what to do next, actually.
1: How do you follow this?
0: Oh, I don't know. I I mean, I'll have something because we've got to finish the episode. But
1: Oh, my God. This is not okay. I'm just reading more about "Love Will Tear Us Apart." It was released as a non-album single, actually, oh, it was okay. on "Unknown Pleasures." But its lyrics were inspired by lead singer Ian Curtis's marital problems and his struggles with epilepsy. Oh. The single was released a month after his suicide.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. So look at what I've done. I'll try and cheer us up then. So my <laughs> next. Please. So please. My next song is "Truth Hurts" by Lizzo. Ooh.
1: I just took a DNA test, turns out I'm a hundred percent. That bitch, even when I'm crying crazy, yeah, I got
0: boy problems that's a human in me. Bling, bling, then I saw them, that's the goddess. In me. You could have had a bad bitch, not committal. Help you with your career, just a little. you banger fucking This is such a tune and a last minute addition to the playlist for me. It was, I was really last struggling minute. to pick the perfect uh, the final song. To and round I thought, off. Yeah, and I thought, actually, I've got a song about being cheated on. I've got, like, a few others. But I had nothing that was, like, actually, Yeah, I'm pretty good about being single. I'm yeah. pretty happy with that. I'm pretty good that. Cool was with my, that
1: was my, um, we're never, ever, ever getting back together.
0: Yeah, and Truth Hurts fits that. She even says, I put the sing in single. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. She's, like, obviously been dating this guy in the song. And then she goes, do you know what? You are a tosser and I have not got the energy to deal with you anymore I just fucking love Lizzo I love her as a person I really love her first album I love so many of her singles
1: I really like some of the lyrics as well like female empowerment
0: this is the female empowerment fist in the air anthem why men great till they gotta be great
1: yeah and also the iconic lines from this isn't it I took a just took a DNA test turns out I'm 100% that bitch
0: This was actually a really old song of hers that then went to number one, like, almost two years after it was released.
1: Yeah, it was, like, from one of her earlier albums, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, like an EP or something. And then she had, like, Good As Hell and Juice, which Juice is, I think, my favourite song of Lizzo's. And then, like, and then this song actually went on to become a really massive success, like, later on.
1: I think it's a really good Don't Need No Man, Love Myself song.
0: Do you think it fits the brief? Does 100%. it fit the brief of anti Valentine? You can picture like someone in the club, they just, you know, they're recently single, this song comes on and like them and their girls grab their jeans, go to the dance floor and scream every single lyric. Like never ever 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 getting back together like yeah. that. Put them both on back to back.
1: Have that session, have that jam out with your girls or your boys, who cares?
0: We- well, you're non binary friends.
1: Yeah, whoever you're having it with.
0: You know, I remember when this song, like when it was really, really big. And you know that scene in The Aristocats where they're playing the piano? <laughs> Someone dubbed it over with. they you know, like, the piano at the start of the song is quite, like, quite clunky. Yeah. So someone I don't know what you mean. Someone dun, dubbed dun, over. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, someone dubbed over. Then it cuts to like Marie being like, well, I'm in great till Still they die." Gotta, gotta be, be great.
1: Bless uh, her. Oh, I love yeah. Marie.
0: she is. She is a single female woman. I don't really like her, the film Aristocats, but it's, doesn't that annoying cat try and like muzzle in on her family? I'm not really sure what's the plot.
1: Yeah, no, you've not got it. <laughs> not got it.
0: <laughs> what is the plot? Of, what is the plot of the Aristocats? <laughs>
1: Here we go. The duchess is the the mum cat. She has three kittens and and their owner leaves everything to them in their will and the butler in the house doesn't like it so he tries to get rid of them and they have to find their way back home. And along the way they meet Thomas O'Malley who does try and muzzle in on the family but he does love her and the, 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 the kittens love him as
0: well so it's fine. But she... I think I'm muddling it up because I've seen that clip of her singing Truth Hurts by Lizzo. I'm like, oh yeah, that's the plot. She wants. Do you to mean the,
1: Do you mean the baby cat or the mum cat, though?
0: Oh, I don't know. There's more than one cat in it.
1: There's there's like twenty cats.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know.
1: You know, it's called the Aristocats, right? It's yeah, <laughs> so I... so many cats in... <laughs> Is there more than one cat in it?
0: <laughs> no, I just thought that maybe it was, like, one or two, not, like, a whole armada.
1: Well, there's, like, five main character cats and then, a whole, <laughs> like, a whole stream of other cats. And here we are.
0: <laughs> I have nothing to say about that. I just love that where we've gone from Joy Division to Lizzo to the <laughs> Aristocats...
1: Moving swiftly on.
0: If we must. <laughs> I
1: mean, I'm I'm gonna come at you with Love Stinks by the Jake Eels band. Love stinks.
0: Love Stinks Love Stinks. Yes! Um, tell me why you chose it and then I'll tell you why I liked it.
1: Because of the movie The Wedding Singer. Yes!
0: (laughs) 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 Yes! The mutants (laughs) over at table nine. (laughs) Yes!
1: It's insane! There's a scene in The Wedding Singer where Adam Sandler is a, a movie from the early noughties, I'm guessing. Is it the early noughties or the nineties? Where are we now?
0: It's in the nineties, but it's like a 80s nostalgia movie.
1: Yeah, so it's from 1998, but it's set in the 80s. Um Adam Sandler plays a wedding singer and he's had his wife or his wife left be, at the altar, like, didn't it? Leave him at the altar, yeah. He's a bit depressed and they say get back to work. And the first time he's back singer. at work as a wedding singer, he's literally singing this song really angrily called Love Stinks to the bride and groom. And I love and he's, when he just goes so... around and
0: makes them all sing it. Like he yeah. holds a microphone out to random
1: <laughs> Family members. And he's not just singing it. He's like screaming it and like bits <laughs> flying out of his mouth. He's so
0: angry. Yeah, yeah. Love stinks. Love stinks. Yeah.
1: And it's just perfect. Not only is the lyrics of the song and the title of the song and the premise of the song perfect, that the way that it reminds me of that scene in The Wedding Singer is perfect.
0: I watched that scene this morning on YouTube, <laughs> like, as a refresher. I, it's brilliant. Such it's a so good, movie. good. I've only seen... I haven't seen it for a long time. Me There's me a stage either. show as well, isn't there? I'd I'd like to see the stage show. Oh, I'd love to see the stage show. I think it's, like, half jukebox musical half original song so i think it has got i love stinks in it and do you really want to hurt me as well as original songs
1: oh brilliant oh because there is an original song in it isn't there at the end he eventually finds someone yeah spoiler alert alert for this
0: for this like (laughs) 25 (laughs) year old
1: film yeah so he does find someone to fall in love with
0: drew Uh, drew barrymore
1: drew barrymore obviously because it's an adam Sandler film
0: Oh, has there ever been a better on-screen chemistry than films when those two work together? I
1: know, because another one of my favourite films with them in is...
0: Fifty First Dates.
1: Fifty First Dates.
0: So good, and then they completed their trilogy uh, a couple of years ago with a movie called Blended.
1: Oh, I never actually watched that.
0: It's actually alright. It's not the worst movie you'll ever watch. The
1: thing is, I just loved The Wedding Singer and Fifty First Dates so much.
0: So Blended has actually got a lot of references to The Wedding Singer and Fifty First Dates. Oh my god! In it, including uh, Boy George tribute acting and Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? It's got. Uh, is it who's the guy from Fifty First Dates that loses his memory every ten seconds?
1: Oh, my God, yeah.
0: He's in it. You know that guy that's in loads of Adam Sandler movies is the homeless guy in Big Daddy that has to pretend he's dead.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Is that Steve Buscemi?
1: Yeah, Steve Buscemi is in loads of Adam Sandler movies. I think it
0: might be him.
1: No, there's another guy that's in loads of them as well. Rob Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider is a (laughs)
0: parrot. (laughs) I actually... um, I used to really not, but I think 90s, early noughties Adam Sandler movies are peak cinema
1: yeah and here we are coming at you with love stinks brilliant this was
0: excellent this was about hating love i'm gonna be honest i forgot that this was in the wedding singer and then i was listening to the playlist and ollie was like why are you listening to this song for the wedding singer and then i was like oh my (laughs) god this is (laughs) from the (laughs) wedding
1: yeah (laughs) so good (laughs)
0: So good. Such (laughs) a good choice. I want to watch The Wedding Singer now.
1: Yeah, I know. Me too. What is your next song?
0: My next song is Ugly Heart by G.R.L. Girl, did you really think I was not going to bring a girl band to <laughs> an episode of this podcast? Did you really think we were going to get away with that?
1: No, but no, I am disappointed because you originally had react on here, didn't you? By the yeah, and I girls. decided
0: not to give Nicole Scherzinger any attention. I'm not giving her what she wants. I'm not doing it. <laughs>
1: I just saw that choice is so funny because she's so so mean in it (laughs) she's awful
0: (laughs) when she's like um when you say when i say jump you just say how high yeah i know
1: it's so funny
0: Um, Um, Or when she's like um, you bring me breakfast in bed and i'd like there's nothing to forget so but no i chose this because i just think it's cutting like yeah you're hot yeah you're smoking but you are ugly inside. That's,
1: that is one thing that we do have to remember as we go through life. There are loads of attractive people out there, but actually, sometimes you just need to tell yourself, they're probably a dick, because loads of people are.
0: I honestly actually think in life, uh, someone could think I was fat, or hideous looking, or was like bad breath. You know, there's so many things, I don't know why I went bad breath. There's so many things <laughs> that people could think about me. Like, But if they were like, you are ugly inside...
1: Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: I'd rather people thought I was a nice person. But this girl, these four girls, five girls, are not. They're not having it. They are like, just absolutely not. And my favourite line is, maybe on your honeymoon, you'll think of me, but I won't shed a tear. Like, she don't give a shit. She is over him.
1: Yeah, this is a good one about being over someone. But also a good one about listening to your head sometimes rather than your heart
0: than your eyes listen to your your head rather than your eyes love
1: is blind
0: (laughs) this person could be stunning they might light up new york city after dark apparently they're electro from spider-man um (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's such a shame that someone so pretty so pretty has an ugly heart
1: i think ugly heart is a really horrible thing to say about someone as well like that is not like I'm not saying that they they shouldn't say it because maybe this guy does have an ugly heart, but that's really, really nasty. Like the idea of someone having a like an ugly heart, horrid.
0: Yeah, horrid. What did he do to you? How? What did he do? I think he did worse. Yeah. Cheat. I think he must have done so many bad things for you to be saying. Yeah, this. I feel
1: like. He's genuinely, like, Ugly Heart makes me think of, like, a really cruel person. Like, a genuinely cruel person.
0: Yeah, not just, not just a bit annoying. Maybe not, you know, not just rude.
1: Not just made a mistake one time. They are. Just a bit, a bit immature. Like, a really cruel and horrible person.
0: Yeah, completely, completely. Would you say this fit the brief of anti-Valentine's Day songs? Yeah, 100%. I actually also, interesting that I replaced the Pussycat Dolls on the playlist because I don't even remember, but after their second album, uh, Robin Antin, I think her name is, like the creator and manager of the Pussycat Dolls, was like, we're replacing all five members by Nicole. We're getting five new girls in um, for the group. These were those five girls.
1: Oh, my God. I can't believe they were going to do that.
0: They were originally going to be, these five, it was going to be Nicole and these girls. And then something went on. Don't know the full behind the scenes drama. Um, Maybe they like, were going to get
1: be... sued because I don't, <laughs> I Who don't knows? think that's fucking allowed. <laughs> I,
0: there's, there's obviously something. And then they were like, actually, you're going to be G.R.L. girl. Did they do any other songs? Yeah, so this is their only UK top 40. But yeah, they had another song called Vacation that was very similar to this. And then after Simone died, they carried on as a four-piece and then as a three-piece for a little bit. Um, But they never quite, like, fulfilled their promise of this song. Quite went where they should have gone. Yeah, it is sad. I like this group. I wish they'd achieved more but I'm grateful for what they gave us, including this absolute (laughs) fucking banger of a song.
1: My final song is hopefully going to be a bit of a boost at the end of uh, our anti-Valentine's playlist. It's You Can't Hurry Love by The Supremes. (laughs)
0: I love this song. I love Diana Ross. And I love this agreement. But I think this isn't an anti-Valentine song, unless you're going to explain to me differently.
1: Here we go. Here's why it is. Because we're talking about how, like, people hate Valentine's Day because someone's broken their heart or, like, they've had a bad relationship or a bad time. I picked this one for the people that are sad about being single. They're just, like, holding on for that one person. They haven't had a chance to celebrate maybe a Valentine's Day they're staying patient and they're waiting and they hate all the loved up couples around them you know what i mean and this song is just a bit of confirmation saying look love is necessary but you've got to trust and give it time and no matter how long it takes like it will happen
0: for you it's like not the be all and end all
1: yeah it's not the be all and end all you can't hurry it you shouldn't have to rush and worry about it just live your life And things will happen as they're supposed to happen. So don't stress about not having a loved one, not having someone to share Valentine's Day with, if that's what you want, because it's going to happen one day.
0: Well, that makes perfect sense.
1: Do you get it?
0: I get it. (laughs) It's in (laughs) got. I understand. Yeah, that's why
1: I picked it. Like a different tone, like a different way to approach Mm. not celebrating Valentine's Day.
0: Well, I like that. When I was playing it, like, just round the house, I was like, why are you not listening to the Phil Collins version of this song? (laughs) So firstly because i love diana ross and secondly it's for the podcast uh, although the phil collins version is very good
1: <laughs> yeah still really good but it's, yeah, it's like really we can't really go it's not go for the originals here
0: yeah i love that 60s motown vibe
1: yeah exactly
0: now this was actually now you've explained it it makes a lot more sense
1: yeah because we can't just we can't just put songs out there for the people that have had a bad breakup or someone that they hate or have really negative feelings towards love. This is for the people that are waiting to find love still.
0: Love love will find them. Love will build yeah. a bridge between your heart and mine. I and share, the Supreme will Diana. sing
1: a song about it. Yeah, why are we doing that? We're talking uh, about Diana.
0: I've got a head full of lyrics. I just want to say them all as poetry. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: yeah, what did you think of this choice now that I've explained it, my reasoning well, behind it?
0: So obviously, I like I said, I love this song anyway. I love Diana Ross and the Supremes. And I love this, like, girl band. I love girl bands. I love 60s Motown music anyway. And now, but I was confused. I was puzzled as to how it fit. Because I was like, it's a love song. This is not anti-love. This is pro-love. But you've made it very, very clear that it's pro-love yeah. in a... It's pro-love in a... You just got to be patient kind of yeah. way. It's
1: pro-love, anti-rushing. <laughs>
0: just calm yourself. Slow down.
1: I think the reason I put it on here is because I think there's a lot of messages around this time of year that you have to be with a loved one, you have to be in a relationship, and I think it's a really good reminder that it's it's great if that's what you want, but it's also okay to be single and like it's okay to just have it not have happened for you yet. That's
0: totally fine. Yeah, enjoy yourself.
1: Enjoy your life as it is. If you want it to happen, it will happen. And if
0: you don't happens. that's also fine too yeah people are fine people are happy and single and some people are single and ready to mingle and some people are single and they want to stay that way and that's absolutely fine whatever you choose to do
1: so thank you to the supremes for reminding us that you've got to just trust and give it time no matter how long it takes
0: excellent okay so from a hopeful young ingenue to my final song of the playlist uh, D-I-V-O-R-C-E by Dolly Parton. But the
1: words were hiding from him now Tears the heart right out of me Our
0: D-I-V-O-R-C-E Becomes final today Me and I... <laughs> uh, so this is a Dolly Parton classic. It's just strange i think actually i don't really get it um i think I don't it's know odd why...
1: i i think it's odd <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you i think it's quite strange
0: so i chose this song because what is the least romantic thing you could do it's probably getting divorced or probably...
1: have fights and discuss your divorce in front of your child and spell out all the words instead of saying them
0: so is this A song about divorce, or is this song about the failings of the American education system?
1: (laughs) (laughs) How old is the son?
0: (laughs) So I mean, he's four. She's she's like little Joe is four years old, and he's quite the little man because he is quite the little man. Dolly and her husband they have to spell out the words they don't want him to understand because if not, he'll understand. He'll know what's going on. But I don't know if he is quite the little man because. In the second verse, she's like, watch him smile. He thinks it's Christmas or his fifth birthday. How is he not aware of the part? Like, I'm not saying he has (laughs) to know exactly what date it is. But unless he's born on the 25th of December, how could he be getting the two confused? And then she's like, he thinks C-U-S-T-O-D-Y spells fun or play. Now, I'm not saying at four years old, you need to know how to spell custody. Do you think I'm asking too much of a four-year-old to know how to spell fun? (laughs) You there's you're...
1: another point in it where she spells his name out
0: <laughs> R-J-B-N little <J-O-E. laughs>
1: yeah he probably knows how to spell his name to be fair
0: I mean you're a qualified educator would it be too much to ask a four year old to know how to spell the word fun
1: the thing is though she's not really using phon- like phonics she starts to start using the phonetic alphabet
0: um, no K- eh. <laughs> he'd be like, he would know. He would know what was going on. There.
1: Yeah, that's the problem because she's not doing it phonetically. He's got no idea. If she was using phonics, he'd be fine. Another thing that I was questioning was one of the things they do is spell out the words that you don't want him to understand. But one of the examples she gives is "toy." Toy. She doesn't want him to understand toy. What?
0: I what? guess maybe, I think that's maybe if they're discussing birthday gifts for when he's having his joint birthday Christmas party. <laughs> 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 I think...
1: But a four-year-old will have concept of what toy is, but unless you've taught them what divorce means,
0: <laughs> 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 do you know what
1: I mean? Unless you've said this, is... divorce means this, then yeah. if you said it, he's going to have no concept of what you fucking toy
0: I think maybe there's been a lot of... Maybe, you know, we're giving some backstory here. Maybe there's been a lot of it in the family. So they've had to explain it to him in the past. And why? If got...
1: they don't want him to know what it means, so they explained it to him. She's I don't mad. have all the answers. It's mad. It is mad.
0: So weird. <laughs> it's odd. Um, I just chose it because it's called Divorce. That's really why I chose it. Um... I mean, it
1: works. It works. It's about the ending of a relationship. But yeah, it works. Yeah. And it's funny. It's funny.
0: And you've learnt a spell. So that's quite cool.
1: Brilliant. J-O-E
0: <laughs> Or T-O-Y And I didn't know how to spell surprise It's like Gwen Stefani taught us how to spell bananas Dolly taught us how to spell divorce
1: She taught us how to spell a lot of words actually Hell, custody
0: Hell? When did she say hell?
1: I love you both and this will be pure L for me
0: uh, And then she's like I wish I could stop this D-I-V-O-R-C-E And actually Dolly that's pretty much 50% in your power
1: Yeah Maybe he's got an ugly heart.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, God.
1: Well, there we go. That's the end of anti-Valentine's.
0: Oh! So, Actually, this bit... reminded me. Um, in Bob's Burgers that I watched yesterday, Tina went to an anti-Valentine's party.
1: She did. They all dressed in black.
0: And yeah. Then and then started they started
1: making out in the cupboards.
0: You were about to say something before I cut you off.
1: Well, I was just going to say it's probably about time to decide which songs from this week are going on the Mega Playlist.
0: Okay, well, I'm going to pick Love Stinks. What a tune! I just loved it so much, I had the most to say about it. I think it was the funniest, and it was the most anti-Valentine's, and I don't care, that doesn't really fit the vibe of the playlist at all.
1: Well, I'm going to go with Truth Hurts by Lizzo.
0: Because it's, it's like it's a good song, isn't it?
1: Oh, like, sometimes when I'm thinking about the playlist, I'm just thinking about that song that I'm going to be excited to hear when it comes on yeah. the playlist. Like when I put and it on shuffle.
0: Smell I, your I'm genitals like is that. not the song you ever want to hear again. I no, think. I
1: probably won't ever, ever listen to Smell your dick again.
0: Ever. I can, I'm putting, I'm, I'm going to sneak it onto playlists <laughs> when you're <around. laughs> So, it is time for me to tell you where you can find us. So, come and have a little look at Songs for When pod on Instagram and Twitter.
1: And you can listen to all of our playlists if you just search Songs for When into Spotify. They are all there from seasons one, two, and now three. We're on season three. This is season three. (laughs) Big thank you to my brother George for contributing our brand new theme tune. We... I'm still loving it. It's still working. It's still doing it for me.
0: I really like it. I like actually that it sounds like a lot of different genres of music. Yeah, which is what we cover, right? You said that before. It's really good. Really good point. I like it a lot. Well done. Yeah, it is a good point. My first choice this week is our theme tune.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So all we have to remember in this time of love being thrust down our throats... And flowers That'll get
0: you arrested.
1: Spell <laughs> <laughs> yo, dick.
0: Um
1: Um <laughs> and flowers and chocolates and chocolates shoved again down our throats. That we are young and heartache to heartache we stand because love is a battlefield.